you, the one who always says, I'd eat healthier if I just had more time. Girl, you better stop lying. The truth is that most people don't eat healthy because they don't want to. I mean, sure, they and you do have time, but you just think it's not worth the effort or sacrifice. And I told you what, you're right. It's not worth the effort or sacrifice because you're going to fail anyway. Yep, you're going to fail at eating healthy and that will make you feel like a failure and then you'll give up and then go back to eating rubbish that you're already eating and then you're going to go back to yo-yo dieting and gaining weight and why even try if that's how it's going to be and why should I even bother giving you advice on how to eat better when it's all a waste of time anyway. Now my friends if we had this attitude in real life I wouldn't be a coach and this podcast would definitely not exist. So you see how I just called out some of the nonsense thoughts that we have I'm about to call out some more in today's episode. The real reason most people don't eat healthy isn't because they don't have time. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat, can feel exhausting in itself. Hello friends, my name is Verona and you're listening to the Lose Weight with Macros podcast where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. And because I know accountability is key, I'm going to be with you every step of the way, making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on Monday. So grab a pen or just use Apple Notes and let's get into today's episode. Well, hello friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of the show. As the intro said, my name is Verona and I'm so glad you are here. Now, if you're listening, you're like, oh, it's a bit of a new intro. Yes, my friends, that's because the intro that I had, I absolutely lost it. I lost it and then it got deleted. So I had to just record a whole new one, still with the same background music. And I had to do the same with the outro as well. But my friends, you see that intro sometimes, right? We talk to ourselves the same way. We end up lying to ourselves. Girl, you lie. We might not be called a liar and we might not be favoured to be calling ourselves a liar, but actually we're telling ourselves something that isn't actually true. So the real reason most people, including yourself, don't eat healthy isn't actually because you don't have time. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to share it with a sister friend who needs to hear this message and also leave a review over on Spotify, Apple iTunes and any other platform that you're listening to that can leave a review or head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash reviews and you can leave your review there. Now, split this up into a few reasons. But the very first reason is self-sabotage. Now, when you're busy taking care of everyone else and everything else, self-sabotage can manifest as a form of subconscious rebellion against your own well-being. It's like your mind is actually saying, I don't have time for me, so why bother? But the reality is we justify this as if it is actually true, as if it's a real thing. Now, if you didn't know, I am actually a CBT coach. So I have this aspect of coaching in the program. So we're coming for all of those nonsense thoughts that we have believed for so long that we can't seem to see anything else. Now, if you and I were working together, one of the things that I'd get you to do is identify your triggers and replace them with a coping mechanism that is a lot healthier. AKA, we tend to go to snacks when we are trying to cope with stress, right? As I said in the intro, you've got all of those things where you're doing content creation, creating your content calendars, all of these things. And sometimes if it's not working or the algorithm has done change, you're like, oh, why'd you do that again? And so that stress can send you to eating 
One of the things that you can actually do, actually asking for support. It's not a bad thing if you ask for help or try to get some support or scheduling in self-care. Now, I had my nails done and I've got my full colours on today and I do that every two weeks. And I remember scheduling my feet and my hands at the same time. And now I've got to the same person and I get into a routine. And that for me is self-care. I'm also doing some massage because I don't know if I told you about my hip. I had an accident a number of years ago and that happens to be the root cause of my knee pain. And I cannot wait to get back to squats. But now we've identified the, where the source of the pain is, we can now get some healing for it. And I'm doing some MFR treatment. Oh, it's not for the faint hearted, but that even though it's painful, it puts me to sleep. And for me, that's a level of self-care. When this level of self-sabotage comes through your eating, we'd work together to identify your triggers and then help you find healthier ways of coping with those triggers that don't involve eating your face off in Lay's chips and the guacamole sides. Now, the rec next reason that has nothing to do with time is fear of failure. Now, you've built a business, you've managed a family and you're successful, but you still have a fear of not being able to stick to a diet and that feels overwhelming. Say, for example, you're a type A person like myself. You want to control the things that sometimes you can't actually control, but you want to try and control them anyway. And so when it comes to sticking to a diet, this leaves you feeling out of control. And the fear of failing that diet again actually paralyzes you. And so you think or even you justify, well, if I don't try, I can't fail. And that is rational in the moment. But in the long term, when you're gaining weight instead of losing it, it quickly becomes irrational, right? So if you and I were working together and we were doing some CBT stuff, I would actually help you change your, neg your negative thought patterns through cognitive restructuring, which means we're converting your fears into challenges that actually can be solved rather than you thinking and feeling that this is a challenge you don't want to fail at, so you're not going to try. For example, I've discovered that through my counselling, that the reason why I was addicted to food for so many years was because of rejection. And so what I would do, I would put up these walls so that ain't nobody gonna hurt me again. Uh-uh, you done it once, you ain't gonna do it again. Okay. And that's often what happens when we get into diets. So this diet failed you. Oh no, this diet ain't gonna have the chance to fail me again because I'm going to run up and go and get another diet. Okay, how about that? How about that? <laughs> Let me see you now. And so you keep jumping from diet to diet to diet or even relationship to relationship, and you're like, no, mm -mm, and you just bounce before it gets to the point where you can see it. You can see the man's about to tell you his feelings, or they're about to share their feelings with you, and you're like, oh, mm -mm, I don't deal with this, because every time somebody tells me that they love me, it goes wrong, and it goes left pretty quickly. And even if you're married, that could do be the same thing. So you're like, you know what, before that happens, I'm a bounce. And so that's what happens when it comes to nutrition. That's what it comes to when it's eating. Speaking from experience. Number three is comfort eating. Now, between client meetings, admin tasks, emails, family responsibilities, comfort eating becomes the quickest emotional fix when you are stressed. Why? Because it's an instant gratification in this chaotic world. We live in a ping society. You like my little sound of a microwave. We want things done yesterday. So when it comes to CBT, how I would coach you is using mindfulness to identify what exactly you're feeling when you reach for that comfort food, because we're all getting something from that. Your brain says, huh, this worked for me the last time. I'm going to send signals to the body to react this way because this has worked for me last time. But actually, even if you have those sweets or those treats or savory or salty or sweet, whatever it is that you go for, in the moment is great, but that endorphin rush is going to stop pretty quickly. 
And then your body is always going to have to keep repeating that same thing. But when it keeps repeating it, you're still getting overweight. So does that work? It doesn't really. So instead of doing that, instead of reaching for the comfort food, you're replacing the act of going for the comfort food with a healthier emotional response. And we work out what that is for you specifically. And the next reason is a lack of self-worth. Now, you might think I've put my business and family first for so long. Do I even deserve to focus on myself? Ooh, now I felt that. I felt that devaluation of self and it can be a roadblock, not just in nutrition. It can be a roadblock into you getting to your next milestone in your business, reaching your next financial milestone. Your goal might be to reach 1.5 million at the year. And you're like, how can I ever do that? There's no clients for me. I'm not her. I'm not her. I'm not her. I don't care if you're her, him or them. You are you and you have to be who you've been called and created to be. So when you keep devaluating yourself to make yourself fit in, that is a whole breed of rejection that needs to be dealt with. Learn how to love yourself. Learn how to love who you are. And if you don't know how, you better start learning how. By exercises, by affirmations that help you to recognize your intrinsic value beyond your roles as an entrepreneur, a caregiver, a mom, a wife, or somebody who wants children, singleton, that does not define who you are. So it's important to understand, friend, that small tasks add up. If you're dedicating an hour to meal prep seems impossible, how about just 15 minutes? Progress is still progress, no matter how big or how small. My friends, if you're new here, that jingle jangle, that means we've come to the part of the show where we are digging into your questions and I am giving you some answers. So we discovered five reasons in today's episode. The real reason most people don't eat healthy isn't because they don't have time. Notice how any of these reasons, self-sabotage, fear of failure, comfort eating and lack of self-worth have nothing to do with lack of time. And so when you're dealing with these things and having the CBT solutions that we work through, this helps you now understand why you keep saying to yourself, I don't have time, because we all have the same hours in a day, whether we like to agree that or not, we all do. But it's how you manage your time tells you what things are a priority to you and what things are not. So the first question today comes from Rebecca. Rebecca asks, how can I manage emotional eating when I'm overwhelmed? Well, you could ask yourself, is it hunger or is it emotion before you proceed? Now, you know when you're hungry and you might not know when it's emotional. She's so emotional. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's how we've been created. We've been created to be emotional beings. We very are emotional. And so these are questions that you can ask yourself and start by pausing and taking deep breaths and asking yourself, is it hunger or emotion? Now, what if you find that it's both? What if you find that you're being emotional? Hello, shark week. And it's the time of the month for you. And you're like, no, I want both. What does that mean for you? Well, you're going to have to learn to regulate those emotions and regulate your snacking. There's lots of things that we can do to deep dive into it. But by asking yourself those two questions initially, that can help you to get started to understand which is which for you. Vanessa asks, how do I deal with the fear of failing my health goals? These are good questions. Vanessa, you can do this by reframing failure as a learning opportunity. Now, obviously, when we're failing diets, oh, yes, I failed this diet. This is a great learning experience. Obviously, we don't walk into it like that. Obviously not. When you come out of it, that's why they say hindsight is a beautiful thing. So I remember T.D. Jakes saying a setback is a setup for a comeback. T.D. Jakes is the pastor of 
the Potter's House. So T.D. Jakes does do a, quite a lot of motivational speaking and also he speaks to his church groups. So a setback is a setup for a comeback. But when it comes to setbacks, they teach you something new about what works and what doesn't work for you. And that's one of the things that even on this show and even in the coaching, when it comes to tracking macros, if macros doesn't work for you, don't do it. If macros does work for you, let's go. But it's not about continuing to do the things that aren't working for you. It's about finding what does work for you and focusing and building your whole new macros and meal plan, as well as your mindset plan and doing more of that. Elaine asks, how can I build my self-worth to prioritize healthy eating? You could start by setting aside 10 minutes a day for self-reflection, journaling to recognize and celebrate your worth. If I was to ask you a question, who would you say you are? Elaine, who do you say you are? Not who does, uh, not who other people say that you are. Well, Elaine says, everyone else says Elaine is so hardworking. Elaine is this, she, she thrives in her business. But who does Elaine say she is? Does Elaine look in the mirror and say, I'm a go-getter today? Or Elaine don't even look in the mirror. Elaine don't like the way that she looks. Elaine doesn't like the way that she feels. Elaine feels that she is failing in her health, but she refuses to deal with it because she doesn't have the energy or the bandwidth to deal with it right now. But she is amazing when she comes to her clients. If only Elaine could take the same tenacity, the way that she works with her clients and in her business and do it for her health. Can you imagine how amazing she would feel? Heather asks this question. I'm, I feel like I'm already so disciplined in my business. Why can't I apply that same discipline to eating healthier? Heather, this is the million dollar question. The skills that you've got in your business can absolutely 100% be transferred to manage your nutrition. Sometimes though, it's just a matter of shifting your mindset and prioritizing. Easier said than done for most people, I hear you. That's where the accountability side of coaching does come into it. And that's where I'll give you actionable steps to help you apply your business discipline to your nutritional habits. Only the ones that work, that are effective, that you can apply to your nutrition habits. Because really and truly, you're not going to know everything. Like I'm not going to know everything. I haven't got a problem in investing in my business, in my health, in my nutrition, in terms of blood tests and that I need to have. So I'm always making sure that I'm doing what I need to for my body so that I get the things that I need to get. And I have no question about that because I spent 20 years of rubbish health. I don't need to do that anymore because now I know what I need to do. And it's the same thing. Why suffer and why struggle if you know that this area is an area that you're not very good with on your own? Get the help that you need. You're the help for someone else. Why can't somebody else be help for you? That, my friend, is the end of the episode. If you have a question, just like these lovely ladies have submitted today, I would love to answer the question for you. Head over to the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash reviews. That address one more time is vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash reviews. And that, my friends, is the end of today's episode. But I will see you in the next one. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.